whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Kuralt, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kate Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Art Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raleigh. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning. To you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 1012. Mike Rayley here along with my friend Rufus Edmonston and also... Uh, Phil Campbell is in the studio with us. Uh, Ann Claps on vacation. And Colby Griffin is an extension agent in Franklin County. Uh, Pam Beck is a lecturer and author and uh, garden writer, former master gardener in Wake County, and uh, longtime WPTF panelist. Uh, so we're uh, so glad to have all of, all of you in here. And uh, Pam, next time... Next time, come into the studio if you have a chance. I would love to do that now that I'm, you know, we're vaccinated, you know, all are yeah. vaccinated, so uh, we can definitely do that. All right. Um, I was thinking about Van. And yeah, let's get Van back uh, back on from Sanford. He was talking about <laughs> tropical plants around the pool, and he's right. got uh, got well, some palms and all hibiscus and all of that, bananas. 
Well, the other things that came to mind, um, especially having seen some really, uh, really wonderful tropical uh, gardens designed around pools, if he's got lots of sun, um, the cannas look really good in tropical castor plants. You know, the big, tall castor beans with their very large leaves and purples and things like that. And large grasses like Arundo Donax. That's a very vigorous um, grass that can do it. Then there's plenty of trees that will give you that tropical look, too. Um, lots of palms are hardy down around Sanford and that area. And uh, But I think his question is, what do we think about prefab greenhouses? I do not have one. Can anybody else answer that? Uh, you've got the greenhouses. Have you ever had a... Well, we talked about this one on a probably about a month or so ago or maybe a little longer, how time goes. Um, one guy, I think it was down in Rocky Mount, he wanted to put up a small greenhouse. So I suggested putting... Um, and, and you may... Uh, Van, you may already know what you want to do about your house, but uh, I suggested putting rebar in the ground and then taking um, PVC pipe and uh, maybe about half inch or three-quarter inch or something and and making a, a hoop. You can make a hoop house with, with several of those. You can make it, you know, as, as long as you want it um, and put those in there. Now, the, the problem with trying to hold some of those tropicals like the um, – like the hibiscus, the tropical hibiscus over is, it will lose its leaves in the in the winter, and new leaves will come back out. And um, most so most of the time, uh, it's it's going to drop most of its leaves for those right. type of plants. So um, that's why I was asking what kind you were thinking about. So sometimes, if you want to play around with it, then then putting up a small hoop house is not expensive and what you do is just fold the ends of it back on the during hot days uh, or warm days in the winter and then pull the pull them down if you want to get really uh technical with it you can make some doors but um it's it's a easy way to keep some keep some things warm and just stick a small heater in you don't have to have much uh much heat there yeah colby i bet you've uh, dealt with greenhouses uh, right much you got any suggestions or um just take your time it's a lot of work involved in a tedious process <laughs> make sure you set it up correctly yeah, yeah. i bet it is how's the corn coming <laughs> getting into the short rows <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want to hear well that's good all right well so uh, so van um like yeah. i said if you want to play around with that then then that's one thing if you want to wait until about this time of the year and get your tropicals, we've got tropicals on sale for what we paid for them. So, you know, you can get tropicals for a really good price. Yeah. So, um, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's whatever you want to do. Excellent. Hey, uh, Van, is uh, Yar- can you eat inside at Yarborough's? Yes, sir, buddy. I, I stopped there yesterday and got a milkshake. Yeah, I'm. I need to. We're we're gonna head down to McLeod's Peach Farm. Some of my wife's relatives uh, in July. At some point, we're gonna stop in Sanford and a lot of good restaurants in Sanford. Mm-hmm. We got uh, my wife has a bunch of relatives down there, so uh, or has over the years. So we've stopped at Yarborough's and a lot of places. So we're. I think I'll get me a hamburger or something, but maybe some yeah, ice cream. They they really have good burgers and and ice cream. Yeah, I've got. I've got to meet uh, Mike and Ann 
out of Big Boomer before, but I want to take a real quick nostalgia trip with Rufus and go way back. Please do. Uh, Rufus, uh, we're, our address is in Sanford, but we actually live in a little community called Deep River. You guys are probably familiar with Yes, sir. It. Oh, yes. Many, many years ago, and I don't remember exactly the year, but there was a, uh, we had a, a, just a good family restaurant out there called Deep River Restaurant. And James Bridges, who has since passed, of course, uh, was a prominent figure in the community. Everybody thought the world of James. And somehow he managed to get Rufus to stop out at Deep River Rest and have supper one night. So we all got a big kick out of that. So I, I got to meet you out there many years ago. I don't know if you remember that or not, Rufus. I, I believe that Oscar Keller was with me that night. Probably so. Probably so. I, I'm, I'm remembering Deep River, and I remember Oscar and Buddy Keller, and I think that I that they went out there with me. But I yeah, do remember going to a restaurant out there. Yeah, it's, it's been a few days, and, and I know you folks. Well, it's been over 30 long. years. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. it's probably been more like 45. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, I know you folks are expert gardeners. I'm gonna get off of here, but no, we're we're. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> we're not expert. Uh, just just for your information, speaking of Deep River in the northern part of Lee County, that and you are all expert gardeners. That is the gardens part of the world. Wow, it's beautiful, it really is. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, take care, folks, and thanks for your time. Enjoy well, thanks for the memory, Van. Van, uh, give our best to everybody down there in Sanford and Deep River. I will. I will come. To Come to see you. Love All right. to. All right. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. You're listening to uh, the WPTF Weekend Gardener as uh, time is slipping away. So um, enjoy a mosquito-free summer. Uh, we're going to give away a backyard treatment for mosquitoes from Mosquito Shield. These folks are uh, pollinator-friendly. Winners will be chosen from the Mosquito Shield service area of Wake County. So uh, get in if you were part of that. Registered to win. Uh, the drawing is July 5th. And uh, you can go to the WPTF uh, website, and you'll, um, you'll see, see the, uh, where you can enter there. You'll put in uh, your email and some other things. So... Uh, I hope you get a chance to win that. A mosquito-free summer and pollinator-friendly. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. We uh, had quite an interesting spring. We have just uh, gotten into summer now, and uh, those seasons, like the rest of them, can cause problems for your automobile in one way or another we had uh chip winston and i had had lunch had a two-hour lunch over two hours with dean bailey and don griffin don griffin is retired now but he owned griffin's transmission and uh, dean is the owner of king's auto service uh and we just had a wonderful time just talking about everything but a lot of car car stuff there but it is really time to get your car looked at if uh, you haven't done it for a while, especially the, the cabin air filters, gosh, uh, all the pollen we had this year. If you haven't checked those cabin air filters, be sure and do that. The wiper blades, we don't think about the wiper blades that might, you, if you got streaks, you probably need to change those blades. Uh, but uh, most 
most people, I, th- I think most companies recommend every six months or so. And, uh, you know, the filters in general in your vehicle, uh, the AC, wow, get that checked. You should run the AC year-round in your car, one way or the other, just to keep it lubricated, keep that system lubricated. That'll be one of the best things you can possibly do. But you want to go and get a checkup on your AC and a lot of things from uh, the folks at King's Auto Service in Raleigh. For those of you who have a Prius or some other type of hybrid vehicle, you can get your car serviced at King's because they have certified hybrid technicians. All these guys have been to school a lot, but they this is uh, one thing they've been to school for uh, that uh, others may not have, other places that employ people um, and mechanics. High-voltage battery packs can you know, bite the dust at some point. Uh, they, they don't last forever. And, um, you know, you can take your car to King's and get that checked out. Go by and get a, a do something preventative, and that's always the best thing. Get a courtesy battery analysis at King's Auto Service. And they have King's Correct Loop, so you can get a quick oil change. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead here on WPTF. It's 1022. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. It's 1026 WPTF time. Mike Rayley here along with Rufus Edmonston, the former Attorney General and Secretary of State, Deputy Chief Counsel in the Senate Watergate Committee, ran for governor uh, during a uh, tough year where there were about were there ten? There were ten people. Ten people Fair, running against Army. you. Yeah, <laughs> running against Rufus. So you got through that, but it was Mr. Reagan put a kibosh on all of it. He uh, he, he uh, had a uh, wonderful year in 1984, and Governor Hunt didn't win either for a Senate seat against uh, Senator Helms, and so uh, uh, Rufus didn't win the governor's race. But you uh, should have been governor. You, you get some a few, point. few few downs in life. It's how you come out of it, and I've got the Cliff Joyner saying of the All day right. here. <laughs> Cliff Joyner, another want, Nash County guy, Colby. Here, here's Cliff Joyner, Mike's <laughs> friend in Nash County, yeah. in his little book, and it says this. Do you want to be safe and good, or do you want to take a chance and be great? Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good one. That's right. Some people don't have the stomach for it to take chances, but – Know, calculated, reasonable chances. You don't want to just jump into something. That's not always good. Yeah, it's a little book that uh, that Cliff, Cliff, who is a financial advisor uh, down in Nashville, and his daddy ran ran the best grocery store in Nashville uh, for for so many years. Joiners, and uh, so Colby, you know you know Cliff, don't you? Oh sure, I remember those good donut holes at Joiner's Grocery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and good good people too working there. They had a fine staff at uh, just a wonderful staff there. And, and instead of going to law school, Cliff went to uh, 
went back to Nashville to help his daddy. So he he is a good son. He's he's one of the finest people I know. Uh, at any rate, uh, he he certainly does have Rufus captivated with the the little uh, address book and calendar book that he sent along to Rufus. Uh, 919-860-9783. Will is in Fuquay, Verena. Will, good morning. You're on WPTF. Uh, Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, This morning I've got a question for you about clover. All right. Uh. All right, we'll uh, we'll hold that in suspense because we got to go up. I I just looked at the clock. You know, in radio you got to keep your eye on the clock, and I, I didn't. So, Will... Uh, just a couple of more minutes, and we'll get back to Clover. We'll get uh, Rufus to to sit down and think about all the things that he knows about Clover <laughs> coming up. He is our Clover expert here. 919-860-9783. We'll be back with Will. We'll also talk to Randy and take your calls here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Okay. Well, we're running out of time. I I keep saying that all morning about how the time flies. Uh, Colby, you doing okay? Yes, sir. Okay. Are you kids? Is that bald-headed baby still out there in the pen? <laughs> she's got a little peach fuzz. No, she's down for a nap. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you wore out that, that, eating all that eating that corn cob. <laughs> Pam, you okay? I'm doing great, and I'm anxious to hear what Will has to say about the clover. Yeah, yeah. Will uh, is in Fuquay, Verena. Will, good morning. Uh, what what say you about clover? Well, I had a question about clover today. I live on a wooded lot. It's about three-quarters of an acre. Um, my backyard that gets sunlight is just about like a quarter of an acre whole. The uh, soil out here is just hard red clay and quartz. And I've got to, just to give you an idea how uh, far the trees have to go for sun, I've got two crepe myrtle planted in my backyard that are probably 40 foot tall uh, trying to reach for the sun. I've had a pretty good stand of clover in the backyard over the years and always look forward to seeing the honeybees in the spring. I've had soil tests done and put down the uh, recommended uh, a fertilizer for the uh, for the soil, and uh, this spring I went ahead and spread out <clears throat> pelletized lime uh, to help the grass along. Uh, but my stand of white clover that was pretty much all over the backyard and in in big patches just seems to have disappeared, and I've hardly seen a honeybee this year. I don't know what to do uh, or why. Uh, my clover seems to have disappeared. Hmm. Rufus, uh, well, I'm, I'm a great advocate of white clover, of course, and, and my yard is just full and is blooming with bees all over it. And I'm, I'm, I'm just at a loss unless I, I, I don't know of any kind of fungus that kills white clover. That's pretty reliable. I, I just don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, Pam and Kobe and Phil know. I I, I just don't know why, because I, I look at it and it grows. Yeah. 
Yeah, I used I to have one little patch of clover in the backyard that had one special um, plant coming will, up, because you and I should have dug it up and, and uh, put it in a pot grass. and tried to um, clover seems let it to get do bigger. But uh, this little one little patch would uh, produce um, four leaf. Yeah, I, I think we got both of you talking at the same time. Okay, yeah, I'll uh, listen. Yeah, uh, Pam, what were you saying? I I was concerned about raising the pH. Um, the uh, best clover that I have is in areas where we do not lime. And in fact, sometimes the clover will even have moss up underneath it. So I I wonder if adding the lime to try to uh, please the grass, the turf grass, may have been the, the issue. Now, I know that Rufus doesn't do that. You don't add anything I to your lime. I don't no. touch it with anything. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah. yeah. Colby, uh what what do you think about clover? Is it um, pretty reliable usually? Uh, usually, but yeah, I'll go with what she said. Um, it's probably the the pH issue. Um, mm. Also, it could be the generally it's pretty hardy with moisture. But I mean, we've had such a wild cycle of rain this spring. I mean, that that could be one issue. Yeah, because we had plenty of rain, and then in May drought. we had drought. Yeah, and now we've gotten back back to the rain, and that affects a lot of different plants. Well, um, I hadn't put uh, pelletized lime down for a number of years because I didn't want my English setter to get it in her toes and then start trying to clean her feet. So uh, yeah. now that she's gone, um, I decided maybe I should uh, try to put the pelletized lime down again this spring. Maybe maybe that is the problem. Yeah. Phil, what, what do yeah, you... Yeah, it sounds like I think that's probably it, yes. I totally agree with everybody. It's uh, because I don't do anything to mine, and it... I've got a beautiful crop of clover. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can you can certainly try that. Yeah, Pam. Yeah, you can use your lime on other things. Um, you know, lime is good for peonies and a lot of vegetables and herbs and things like that. Um, but yeah, I, if you want a stand of clover or moss, even in those shade gardens, I really advocate. Um, encouraging the moss to grow. It's evergreen. You don't do anything to it other than just mow to keep the weeds out of it and keep keep the leaves off, and that's about it. You know, you know even on moss, I've learned you can use a, a light touch of Roundup and kill the weeds yeah. and the grass growing in it and not harm the moss. A very light right. touch. Well, I don't want to... Uh, kill the weeds and the crabgrass because that right now that, those are the only things. <laughs> yeah, the only thing, only thing you've got green. Right? There you go. Well, that's all right. The yeah, that's fine. Back. You just need to reseed your clover. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can. You can certainly do that. I, I've had it. I've reseeded all times of the year. Of course, it's not best right now with the hot weather, but it seems to grow any time you put it out. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess I've uh, pretty much uh, done it for this year, so maybe I'll try to, when it'd be a good time to try to reseed clover. Oh, early this fall. Yep. Fall. Okay. Well, uh, I, that was the question I had for you, so uh, I guess I've uh, done myself in for this year, and uh, I'll put some clover seed out in the fall, and hopefully uh, things will be better next year. <laughs> Uh, Colby, is that when farmers that. usually put out the clover as a cover crop? Uh, um, 
usually it's a little bit later than that just because they've still got other crops in the field at that time. But usually right. Labor Day for a, you know, a homeowner. or Yeah. Okay. Just like the fescue grass seed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Will, thank you very much for that. Well, uh, thanks for the idea. I just was uh, really baffled as why my uh, clover just seemed mm-hmm. to disappear this year. Yeah. yeah. Well, plant some more and see if it see if it holds this time. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. You may have to reseed occasionally yeah. for that. It has to be. So, um, 919-860-9783. Larry is in Wake Forest. Larry, good morning. Good morning. How's everybody? We're. Uh, I think everybody's speaking for everybody. I think we're all good. Great, great. Quick question and a tip for the uh, listeners. Uh, is there any place you can actually go buy clover seed without folks looking at you like you're crazy? <laughs> Logan's. Uh, yeah. Logan's has Logan. it. You, you buy it by the scoop. Uh, Logan's, Logan's Trading Company. Yep. They're one of our sponsors. I'm sure there are other places too, but uh, you can Phil, do you know any other places that I can I can get it for people. I don't typically stock it so because mice will get in the uh-huh. seed and that uh, sort they of like, thing. They I'm, like clover I'm too. In the process of buying a a, a mouse proof house, I hope. To to <laughs> well, put things like that in. Rufus's suggestion yeah. for um uh, uh taking care of my yard gave up the turf grass and i have a small patch of clover but i would like to have more because i've noticed it does attract a lot of, of bees that's a that's sure. a colonial landscape that's it there that's what go. george washington had yep. and here's there. my tip um i actually grew up on the coast with centipede grass i've transplanted some up here mm-hmm. and i've noticed that if you um cut uh, your crabgrass and train it to only be like an inch tall, it has a striking resemblance to centipede grass. It does. Huh. Unless you're up close on it. Yeah, yeah. Know, it does. I've got a neighbor who has centipede, and the, he's even got centipede growing in a fairly shaded area. He's had it for a long, long time. I was amazed. I thought I'd always been told that, Colby, y'all grow, there's a lot of Nash County centipede yards, aren't there? Oh, yes, the lazy man's grass, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. man, it is. It. I mean, it, we, we always talk about at least six hours, but yeah. centipede fools us sometimes, I think. It will. It will. We've had it 52 years in our yard. Wow, I didn't know you had centipede. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. In the front. We put it down when we built the house. I get mixed up. you got so many houses on your property. <laughs> I get mixed up which one is yours. So I'll uh, I'll have to take a look, look at that at next time. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, Larry. I appreciate the advice. Yeah. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. Yeah, you, you too. too. Thank you very much. You too. 919-860-9783. Pam, do you have any have any lawn grass at your place? <laughs> Not if I can help it. <laughs> <laughs> that means you'd have to cut it. Smart lady. <laughs> well, no, we, we do mow the weeds, and here's the deal. If it's green and it grows and we mow yeah. it, that's... That's turf for us. I, yep. I, I'm pretty much of, of that philosophy too. I, I just I just that. don't have time to, to deal, and and I don't have a lot of I've I've got a lot of root competition, and I have a fair amount of shade. Uh, there's one one patch that I might be able to I might try a warm season grass at some point. Maybe I'll try some centipede. I'm pretty lazy. I, I you know lazy is the next guy, so I'll try some centipede. Hey, uh, mosquito-free summer. Enjoy that summer. Uh, Mosquito-free. 
You can enter to win a backyard treatment from, from um, the folks at Mosquito Shield. And they are pollinator friendly. Uh, enjoy a mosquito free summer. And, hey, uh, Mike, what about a gnat-free a gnat summer? Is that possible in that? Uh, you, know, you, have, you have to move to clay country. That's what I found out. I grew, I grew up in Nash County, and, and there were plenty of gnats. I, I don't find that a problem here, so that's uh, the answer. But I don't know. I, I'm sure you could discuss it, uh, discuss it at uh, Mosquito Shield. Discuss it and discuss it. Discuss it, yeah. You can Boy, discuss it. Boy, gnats will wear you out. So winners will be chosen from the Mosquito Shield service area of Wake County. And uh, registered win, the drawing will be on July 4th, somewhere in there. Uh, and uh, you, you just go to WPTF's website, and you'll you'll see the um, young lady scratching her, her leg as we all do this time of year, or arm or something, uh, just a reminder that uh, the mosquitoes are out there, and we don't, uh, you know, all, there are all kinds of things. I'm sure mosquito, uh, the Mosquito Shield people will give you some other advice, too, as to, you know, it's always making sure you don't have standing water on the property and so forth. So uh, go online to WPTF.com and look for the Mosquito Shield Contest. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead. We'll talk to Randy and Fuquay Verena. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country. The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. And that means you're a part of the longest-running one of the longest-running radio shows in the country. And as far as we know, the longest-running garden, gardening show. Pam, you know anybody? You, you, you're you a big part of the the horticulture crowd. Do you, you know any? You ever heard of any gardening shows that nobody, have lasted longer than 70-some years? Nobody nobody in this country, anyway. Um, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe Great Britain. You never know about the BBC. Maybe Great Britain has one, but... Um, it definitely, I think the variety of type of, of questions and hosts and the and the um, community feel of this show is what really makes this special. Well, it's it's um, an outlier to uh, in in many ways because this is this is not you know this type of show is really not the trend in radio and it hasn't been for thirty or forty years. I mean, we can the um, Ask Your Neighbor went away in, in the 80s, and that was, uh, you know, Charlie Gaddy started that in the mid-60s. It was one of the first talk shows in the state. But it's, uh, so we've, we've survived, uh, thank, thanks to Mr. Curtis and and all the folks. 919-860-97, thanks to our listeners and sponsors, <laughs> and Mr. Curtis. Uh, Linda is in Johnston County. We haven't heard from Johnston County this morning. Hey, Linda. Good morning. Well, you're crackling up a storm there, Linda. I don't know. Are you? Uh, I hung up while ago and dialed again, but uh, it, I, I get that crack noise every time. Are you using a Geiger counter? For are you looking for? You looking for gold? No. Okay. I even walked by outside with my phone, but it still makes that noise. Let me. Pick up the other phone and see if it's doing. All right. But, um, All right. Well, why don't you? Well, we'll we'll put you on hold and you can negotiate that, and we'll talk among I ourselves. Right now. Okay. Well, there it went. 
Did you put her on hold? That's why it went away. Okay. All right. Well, well just, maybe she's popping popcorn. Well, I don't know. She's she's. Uh, I, I I don't know where all of that's coming from. But at any rate, uh, Phil, what what kind of you're going to be closed? Yeah, some. yeah, we are. Just real quick here before Linda gets back, we're uh, we're actually uh, going to be closed uh, beginning this Thursday. And then open back up a week from this coming up Friday. Okay. You got so, what kind of sale you got going okay, on? Okay. Right now we've got uh, knockout roses are 25% off, and they're really beautiful and mm-hmm. blooming really well right now. You know, that's what uh, worry about. Uh, we aren't hearing as much about rose rosette. Now. Right. I have not seen any on any of our plants. So we're, we're, we feel fortunate from the people that we're getting them from. Um, so we've got the annuals that are on sale for uh, $10 a flat. Those beautiful garden zinnias that we have, a brand new crop, they're $10 a flat, which is a steel deal. We have specialty annuals for $20 a flat, and it's a new crop. It's not old, uh, overgrown plants. They're, they're beautiful. And then uh, we don't have the perennials on sale this week, but when we come back, I'm sure we'll be running more specials for the summer. All right. So... Keep in touch. But yes. just remember, we are closed from Thursday to Thursday and be open back up on um, a week from this Friday. Uh, we lost uh, Linda. Maybe she'll call back here real quick. Uh, Pam, what you got going on? You, you got any lectures oh planned? Goodness, there's so much. Um, yeah, uh, working ahead, looking at uh, next year and going to be working on a few of them that are going to start in the fall. I get to go to Charlotte uh, in November. And I'll be speaking at the Mint Museum for the Charlotte Garden Club there. Looking forward to that. But the main thing is, I want to tell you that I got to go to a couple of gardens in the past week and visit gardening friends. And I would encourage all of you to get out there and see each other's gardens right Mm -hmm. now. I think if you ever need inspiration, going to our wonderful public gardens is is a chance to do that. But even just see what your friends and neighbors are growing in their yard. And and if you have something you can share, share it. Uh, go to the local garden centers and, and support your garden centers. Keep them going and, and buy these wonderful plants that are on sale right now. And, Phil, I hope to come see you this week. All right. Yeah. Well, Before come on over. Out. We'll be open through Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, get out. And- That's yeah. awesome. Uh, right. Colby, uh, you, got, you, you got anything going on uh, you need to share with us i mean through the extension service we know you're putting up corn this morning <laughs> oh i'm sorry I, I didn't hear what you said mike yeah if you got anything extension wise that you i mean we know about the your family and the corn but uh if you got anything, if you got anything extension wise coming up that you need to mention um well uh as far as events um there's 4-8 summer fun going on now um you can uh, look online on our website and look at those classes that our 4-H agents are doing, as well as throughout the state. Um, all, all 4-H agents uh, put that on. Um, and then, of course, you mentioned the Master Gardener Program. You know, if folks are listening or interested in that in Franklin County, just um, stay tuned in the next uh, several months. <laughs> that is great. That is wonderful that you're going to – that's uh, that's quite an undertaking, And but I, I know you're up to it. Uh, but yeah, all kinds of stuff, and and use the resources of the extension service. They are tremendous. Anytime I I have a a question that I don't know anything about, I'll uh, I'll go to the extension service, the uh, plant toolbox with the extension service. You can oh, Google yeah, that. 
Yeah, and and turf files is is wonderful. That'll tell you all about the um, the lawn grasses and just a lot of resources. There are pamphlets that you can get if you want to hold a a paper copy of something. I'm sure that you can get those through the extension service. Still, you can oh, sure. download uh, a lot of that stuff online too, like Carolina Gardeners, uh, Carolina Lawns. Lawn, mm-hmm. Uh, you can get that through uh, Turf Files. You can download a hard copy on that. So, uh, so yeah. I guess we didn't get to uh, uh, Linda. Couldn't find a phone that that wasn't buzzing. I hope hope she gets gets that straightened out. And let's see, uh, what else was I going to ask? Uh, any any uh, we got about a minute and a half. Any uh, anything you want to share? Pam, about uh, the landscape, anything we need to be doing? Well, let me ask Pam a question. Oh. When, when is my Yankee yes, crepe myrtle supposed to bloom? Oh, that's coming up. That'll usually be about uh, late July, early August. You're going to see that hepticodium uh, come on. It's um, it's a seven sunflower tree is what uh, Rufus is talking about. It has exfoliating bark and a beautiful white what bloom. Happens? And um, it'll, it won't be long now. It, it'll come on. Yeah. Okay. Really don't have time for another call. There was a question about this person has two conical shaped trees against her house. Uh, can they be trimmed? I don't know what kind they are. Uh, the, can they be trimmed or do they have to pull them up? I guess that, uh, yeah, I think it would depend on, on the thing that that's kind of a lesson. Don't plant something that too is close. Going, too close to the house. that's going to get like a tree that's going to get too big, but I would. If we it's would an ha- evergreen, you know, you can't really prune them too far into the canopy because they will not. Um, they don't have the ability to re- regrow that far. Yep. It's from layman term. They don't have a right. ability to regrow like something else. You yeah. prune them too hard. All right, Miss <laughs> Pam Colby, thank y'all so much for being on. It's been a treat, and we'll we'll be in touch. Believe me. Thank you. Y'all take care. Bye-bye. God love you. Uh, Miss Phil, Brother Rufus, y'all take care. We'll see y'all next week. You as well. God love you all. We'll see you.